0: Okay, welcome to our first podcast. Uh, Today we're just going to be essentially doing a tier list of our SEO strategies. Uh, So this is what I have so far as the answer options. Uh, Let me know if I'm missing anything. To add or can we get started?
1: Um can you did you guys discuss this? Like what are we uh is this a poll?
0: Yeah, this is like a tier list. So I'll just go through each item and then put it into the tiers. Okay. Um how we're how we're ranking our strategies. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, let okay. me just get started. So service page content, where would you guys rank this one? I think personally, this would probably be a B B tier. So, I'm sorry, Will, just to get you repeat
2: this really quickly. What uh, Just got off that call by Jason Weiss. What is it we're doing with each of these?
0: The importance,
2: um, levels of importance?
0: Just like a tier list on how effective they are for SEO. Okay. Is this in relationship by any chance to what Ryan was sharing
2: a couple days ago? No. Because that winning and losing list was actually pretty interesting.
0: Okay. It was not. But yeah, what would you rank service page content?
2: I would definitely put that at the top at S tier. Yeah. Service page, long form content. Absolutely. Considering how important
1: EAAT is, unless I'm misunderstanding. So we're we talking right? about like practice, content, like evergreen marketing copy. Yeah. Like
0: the like criminal lawyer service page.
1: I mean, I, I
2: do think that is one of the most important things because it's surrounding a specific vertical
3: that people are searching for so honestly i was thinking a myself
0: yeah i think i I was ranking a b but i think a would be good too because most of our leads do not come from like service page i feel like most people come in through the informational pages and block content yeah Yeah. and then get funneled into the
1: service page okay it's always been my experience that there's those pages are like very much secondary when you have a blog that generates traffic that is um, very true they're yeah. almost like spokes to the home page mm-hmm. uh, you know i honestly like i've tried for years to get those practice area pages to rank and it's really really hard um just because it's so competitive and you know if it's if you're a family law attorney, and one of the things you do is divorce, well, there are plenty of lawyers out there who just optimize their homepage for divorce. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's tough to get your foot in the door. Um, and so that's why like, you can get more long tail kind of end around um, access for uh, traffic with the, uh, the blog posts and longer form content, like you said. But yeah, those evergreen practice pages are, are tricky.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I'll have that as A tier because they are still pretty important. they are like basically basically the the backbone of the website, I guess. Uh, so directory links. What would you guys rank this one?
3: Link towards B myself, I think. B tier? Maybe maybe C.
0: Okay. Okay. Jeremy, what do you think? Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, I think I would have it around B or C 2 let's do, let's do C tier.
1: Is this organic search or I guess directory links? We're not talking about citations, right? That's uh, a distinction. Th-
0: yeah, they're basically like citation links, like by local links.
1: Okay, but then we have Google SEO up here as like the, a whole separate thing, right?
0: Yeah, just like okay. basically like Google My Business optimizations, stuff like that.
3: So if directory links include citations, then I would probably bump that up to B, personally.
0: B tier? Yeah. Okay. Uh, guest post links.
3: Uh, I would say theoretically S, but it really depends on the
1: quality of the ones you
3: can get.
0: Yeah, yeah. This
1: one's Also little- like how it's executed because if it, I mean, Google is getting a lot better at sniffing out link spam and unnatural link profiles. And this is one area where I've been reading that there's been a lot of fluctuation where people have leaned heavily on guest post links and gotten a little bit wrecked.
2: I actually just read
1: about that too. The okay. a lot of the spammyer sites that use the
2: Google indexing API tend to be on the spammy side, and Google's pretty aware of that. So for you know for submitting guest posts to sites that actually use that method, and I know I do think that there is a number of them that do
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay. uh, that can can run into issues, just being careful and who you're choosing for the source of that link.
0: Okay. Um, well, what would you guys say? Which tier would it be then?
3: Uh, I'm I'm leaning towards S on the caveat that it's like its quality.
1: Okay. Uh, I would put it down towards the bottom, but okay. I uh, I'm highly skeptical of of paid links like that in general.
0: Okay. Ah, uh, Jeremy, what do you think, Mister? Do- is
3: is this assuming that it's like paid links, or is this all like? niche edit backlinking that this counts for
0: um I would say it's like paid paid guest posts
3: okay if it's paid specifically then I guess maybe I would change my answer to be b probably
0: okay. and then Jeremy what do you think
2: um I don't know I mean I would put it somewhere in the a area but um just because of the fact that like while we all know that paid is frowned upon there's no real metric google is using to determine whether it's paid or not i mean i'm sure if they're saying you can post blog content to a site like uh medium for a yearly subscription that content might not be ranked as valuable as say just a regular blog you know a regular even if the website's designed for guest posts and backlink building if it's not designed around you know getting people to pay to have their content posted there then i don't think that will be the same as some of these blogging journaling sites where anyone can submit something yeah i tried it once you know like for like nine and post some your articles mm-hmm. i think those you know those ones would definitely fall closer to the d level okay time, so I I think AB is probably a good place to put them. Okay. Again, with the same caveat that Justin was using.
0: Okay. I think it would be as well. We'll just have it there and an informational content. What do you so guys? This see? would be blogging. Just be like blogging, like. I I would definitely say
2: S, but uh, I would also, I mean, how closely is informational content uh, to building EAT? Because once you build informational content around EAT,
1: yeah, but you need the content, you need content period for a search engine to crawl and then index and then be served in a result. So I, I think that's got to be an S.
0: Yeah, I think, I think we can all agree this is an S. Yeah, informational content, as in like blogging, FAQs. And then EAT would be like author building the author's credentials. So I guess it does kind of fall towards EAT as well, but talk about that later. Uh, internal linking.
2: I would say that's actually definitely an A, B type of
0: thing. A, B? Okay. Somewhere... Honestly,
3: I, I, was, I was sort of leaning A, S to be honest with you. Maybe more so A.
0: Yeah, as thinking the same thing around, around A or S as well. Ryan, what do you think?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think for sure it's gotta be A because you're using sort of a, a secret language to tell Google what you think is important on your site and yeah. what it should view as the most important content.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I think most of us said A, so I'll just put it there schema markups so this would be like FAQ schema markup review schema markup
2: that's mm-hmm. interesting because they keep changing how it's weighted in search results yeah but then
0: but then the whole
2: informational database that Google like the backbone of how Google is created like it serves up it does queries and serves information based on schema lookups yeah. So I, I just think it's going to, I honestly, even though like we may, you know, they're removing certain things for us, I still think it's very important to have. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's one of those things also because there's, no, there's more and more plugins that are kind of like uh, amalgamating all the information immediately for us. It saves us a lot of time. I think it's just good to have that there as good practice. Mm-hmm. So when they start using schema more and more, uh, we'll already have it already set
0: up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I think Google did say like at one point that schema markups were not that valued. But you know, when we're doing the work, I think we can see it it helps increase click-through rate a lot. Okay, I think the, it's
2: oh sorry, sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, especially if like the review markup, the review schema markup that helps a lot.
2: Yeah, I I think it's specifically more in indirect benefits, whereas before you might have been the, adding in your schema, specifically almost like a checklist, you know, checking all the boxes Mm -hmm. and making sure you have it, thinking Google's like looking for it in that sense. But I think having it just from a communication standpoint between the algorithm and the website, that's where it's going to benefit the most.
1: Yeah. So I have like, I have a little bit of a different perspective on schema. Um, To me, what schema does is it, it's a trade, right? You're trading your data in a standardized format that Google can read uh, easily for a featured snippet that can improve your click-through rate. Um, th- there's been out and out like statements that schema markup isn't going to influence rankings at all. Mm-hmm. So from an SEO perspective, where we're trying to optimize for rankings, or if we're trying to optimize for click-throughs, you know, like that's a little bit different. So optimizing for click-throughs in the grand scheme of things, I would put lower. Um, I do think that for local businesses, it's of, like the, the review schema, as, as you mentioned, is far more important um, than it would be for, for some other business types. But ultimately I, I wouldn't put it any higher personally than C. Okay. Because it's click-through. It's, it's just influencing click-through and not rankings.
0: Yeah. Okay, Uh, Justin, what do you think? What do you think we should place this one? I was thinking
3: B or C. Okay. I figure your schema is kind of like one of those things that's nice to have. Yeah. You, know, you can kind of fill in the gaps a little bit with it maybe, but I don't think it's gonna make or break anything in your SEO. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, Jeremy, what what's your final say on this one?
3: I would put it firmly B.
0: B. Just,
2: just kind of using the same explanation that Justin did. I, I, I honestly think uh, Ryan articulated what I was saying better. Uh, mm-hmm. That's exactly kind of what I was saying. It's like, uh, I think B. It's not going to make or break. But honestly, if you're just giving those extra little pointers in the direction to make sure the information is indeed related to the search queries. Yeah. Like, I think just those little things help. And again, it's not like it's improving rankings. I don't even frankly think it's helping gonna help as much with click-through rate per se. I just think it's gonna help when it comes to serving the best information to the appropriate search queries. So firmly somewhere in that B area, maybe C, but I think B.
0: Okay, so I think Jeremy, Justin, you guys both said B, Ryan said C, so I guess I'm the deal breaker. I'll say B as well. okay keyword research so i guess this one's like a bit iffy because it's, it's not semantics. really yeah i guess it'll direct us on what keyword to focus on so i guess it is somewhat important
3: so just for clarity by keyword research you literally just mean like exactly like what's on the label right like keyword research
0: yeah like finding out what's the best keyword for x client okay then i feel
3: like this has to go in s because like this is literally where yeah it points us in the the right direction right Mm -hmm. yeah like this is literally what it's all about
0: yes Mm -hmm. it is okay website design
2: i think that's actually going to be firmly up there with like i want to say s only from the like it won't physically help per se rankings, but if the algorithm's gonna focus so much on like speed and mobile friendly, then having a user design and a website that's really light is pretty important. Okay. Also helps with bounce rate too. I mean, that, that is true. I don't know how many times I've left websites because they just wouldn't load in a reasonable time frame. So mm-hmm. I still think that's pretty important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think website designs are are fairly important. Uh, I think this one would include like mobile responsiveness, stuff like that. I do have a separate one for page speed. Yeah. Oh, okay. And also, I
2: mean, like site architecture, I think is still pretty huge because, like, if you have everything, not just like the keywords and um, you know, like the right practice pages, but you just make sure that information, you know, the internal linking, like all that stuff is. I mean, unless you mean with web design, you just literally mean the
1: way it looks. <laughs> well, it's gotta, and, web design has gotta include, well, you have separate for page speed. I guess. Right, right,
2: that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it feels like web design is one thing. And I was thinking it was like an overarching, like everything under web design, page speed, you know, website architecture, sitemap, all that stuff.
3: So this would be basically literally what the website looks like and kind of like user experience then, yeah?
0: Yeah, basically like client usability, site architecture, mobile responsiveness, how the site looks.
2: I'd say that definitely will help a lot with conversion rate optimization, which, you know, is always tertiary to search engine optimization because, you know, you want to get people to the site, but you also want to convert rather than bouncing
1: right away. Yeah.
2: And I do I try to also, pay attention to that quite a bit.
1: You also have to consider uh, mobile first indexing if you're looking at yes. One. Um, which is like how, cause the, the way the site appears on desktop, like how do you condense that and make sure that it's loading quickly, um, and presenting the most important information for Google and the, the user to, to access quickly.
0: Okay. Lots of good points here. Um, Let's, let's just go around and see what everyone wants to uh, mark this one as. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? Sorry, which one? Uh, website design.
2: Oh, <clears throat> oh, oh I, I mean, I would definitely, huh, yeah,
0: A. A? Okay. Ryan, what do you think?
1: Um, I think it's important, but we got to have some stuff that's not as important, and I'm going to put it at C.
0: C? Okay. Yeah uh justin what do you think
1: first
3: i think c is a hell of a hot take there ryan um (laughs) i honestly i want to say s but i feel like the real answer is a because there are sites out there that have crap designs that
0: rank yeah okay so jeremy justin both say a ryan says c uh for me i think it is fairly important especially like how it looks Mobile responsiveness is super important too. I want to say A as well. Sorry, Rand. Page you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, page speed. I think that goes
2: um, where web design goes, just yes. for a lot of the same reasons we just discussed. Okay. Just Although, you know. Ryan, I told sorry, I, I'm going to stop interrupting after this, but I do agree with Ryan Ryan was saying not everything has to be in the same level <laughs> yeah. of importance. And even though I feel like a lot more just as important.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I get it. Uh, honestly, for me, I feel like page speed should be around the side. Just because I feel like the average page, page speed is good already and getting it above like, 70 or 80 plus plus that would be kind of I guess not necessary to be honest. because if it loads like a, with the average speed, it should be fine. Yeah, but I don't know. we do need some stuff in CMD too <laughs> I
3: I think I, I feel like page speed can't go lower than B personally. Okay. like so, so if you're like putting it through um like page speed insights as long as everything's in the green so that's like what 85 and above then you're fine
0: yeah
3: that's not the soup most super important thing but if everything's like in the toilet then
0: okay so i think uh justin jeremy you guys both said or uh, jeremy said a justin said b sorry i um, jason wife is just calling again one sec okay no problem uh ryan okay. what do you think
1: A, hey, it's got to be fast to be mobile friendly and for a good uh, user experience. So um, okay. so all things that Google wants. So I'm going to go with A.
0: Okay. So Jeremy, Justin both said A or Justin, did you say A or B?
3: I, I said B. At least no lower than B. Okay.
0: Hey. Okay. We'll have it at A. I think since the majority said A. And then local SEO. So this would be like Google My Business optimizations, uh, uh, so r- ranking if, on local. If,
3: if you're a local business, and it's S. If it's If you're not a local business, it's a D, frankly.
0: Okay. Yeah. So for us, for, I guess for our clients, I would say S tier as well. Yeah. Most of my yep. clients say most of their high quality leads come from Google My Business too, so. I think it is S tier, unanimous vote. Featured snippet optimizations.
3: D. Uh, Yeah, I agree, D. I've never done it, never tried it. Uh,
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I think even getting the featured snippet position, I feel like kind of diverts them from clicking the link sometimes. Cause they just read the feature snippet and then they get the information. And sometimes they don't even click it.
3: I think it certainly depends on which feature snippet you get, but yeah, like agreed. It can definitely deflect traffic. I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you, what do you think, Justin CD or,
3: Oh no. Yeah. That was me talking like D
0: D okay. Ryan said D as well.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Our first D building EEAT or I mean
1: that's so yeah this is a
0: subjective. big objective this very generic or a very a very big term.
3: I think I want to say either s or A especially if we're thinking about our clients mm-hmm. with the assumption that this is gonna become more and more important as the years go on with the rise of like AI content yeah, and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, for me, I think I would have this in S tier to be honest.
1: What do you think, Ryan? Um I mean it's it like so so it's it's obviously very important but also you can't go chasing E E A T at the expense of some of this other stuff. Um so I I would say Building EEAT is the same as building authority for your website, so Mm -hmm. I would put it at B,
0: B tier. Okay, Uh, Jeremy, are you back?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I'm getting all these emails and these calls. (laughs) Yes, which one are you? uh...
0: Uh, Building EEAT.
2: Sorry, I missed something, Ryan. I think I heard Ryan saying something about what was it you didn't want to sacrifice uh, at the expense of EEAT?
1: Just adding, doing other things that are more immediately important. Um, I think if you do, produce informational content that's backed by keyword research and your own expertise correctly, then you are building EEAT.
2: Um, I, I wouldn't have said it any differently. That's exactly how I look at it. I think that's why I like when the EAT penalty came through and a lot of businesses were getting hit by them. Like none of our clients in our chats were getting hit by it because that's, that's just the good practice we put into our long long-term content. Okay.
0: Uh what's your so,
2: final decision? <laughs> oh, so whereas I mean, can we just the road in C, so C's not alone right there? Just because no it's,
3: no, no no we
2: Oh, sorry, sorry, is that something idea. you were saying? Okay. Um, no, I, I, I mean,
3: disagree completely
2: <laughs> no no, I I do too. I do too. But like um I, I would put it, I don't know, I would put it in S or A just because it is like the building to informational content. I feel like there's so much <laughs> yes.
3: crossover with those
2: two.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, like Ryan, when you said that. You said something about pursuing uh, eat uh, at the expense of other things. I don't think that happens personally. Uh, I think you know it's all just tied in to what you're saying with building uh, good content. But also then, like, there's some pretty easy things we can do, right? Like adding author boxes to be like you know, with our clients, showing that a lawyer, you know, is kind of like the author on this. Like, I don't think it's takes away from anything else.
2: That actually makes a lot of sense based on Ryan, that graphic you shared because I was actually reading through that article and just kind of seeing some of the things we do that are weighted versus losers in that, and you know, using like first first name, or sorry, what do they call it? uh, Oh my gosh. Like pronouns, like I, we, you know, authoritative pronouns like that when you're writing, showing like third party
0: party, uh, narrative or something?
2: Not third party, like first party, like as in like being the authoritative author on the subject. So you're writing it using we and I, as opposed to um, when you have like informational, educational type of uh, content, it's typically written in a third person narrative uh, where it's not, it's more teaching you something as opposed to being the authority on the subject. And have like ju- what I'm saying is I'm backing up with Justin saying about having like an author bio is like perfect for that. Sorry if I keep cutting you off.
3: No, that's fine. I was just going to say, like what, what you're saying there, it's like the difference between writing between first person and third person. If your website refers to the website as like they right. all the time, <laughs> right? Like it's obviously not written by the website. No. You yes. You say we a, and I and us, then right. You are
2: the authority on the subject and that's what they're looking for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, I mean, I think that's very, very important.
0: Great points. Okay. <laughs> I think Jeremy, Justin, you guys both said S. S? I, yeah, S. Justin said
3: I said I said S for A. So I'm S happy with it in
0: either one. And then Ryan, you said uh, B. B. Okay. I want to put this in S as well. Let's just majority again, I guess. Uh social links. C. C. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'll, not just because that's the only empty category, but because, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, they don't have any direct impact on anything. But I can see social links kind of helping with eat a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, see.
2: Yeah, I think of all the different link types i would say like i think it's one of those things where they work together as a whole but as an individual because anyone can create the social link and it's not linked necessarily directly to a business location yeah um you know just the authority of it i don't think is quite the same
0: yeah i totally agree and then ryan what do you think
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it, it's right. Like if we were having this discussion 365 days ago, it would be like C or D, but now clearly Google has started looking at user generated content. Um. And, you know, barnacle SEO is, or parasite SEO, depending on how you want to refer to it, is, a, is alive and well. Um, and it can be implemented through social media, particularly uh, LinkedIn and then user generated content forums like Reddit. Um, I actually saw a really interesting uh, screenshot and post on Twitter uh, yesterday where someone reposted somebody's article that they had on their blog on Twitter and outranked the article itself. Hmm. Um, so there's some some ways to game social links um, and, and forum links right now that probably at least temporarily put that on, on par with directory links and guest post links, if not a little bit higher because you're it's a real live network of real people that are going to see it. As opposed to directory links, which frankly no one other than Google will probably see. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to guest post links. So I'd say A or, or B.
0: Okay. Leaning B. Leaning B. Okay. So we have two Cs. Uh one B. Honestly. Yeah, I would have it like in between C and B, but I have seen Reddit posts beat beat out uh like service page keywords. I think that's that's like a new thing.
3: I think we need to make a distinction here though, because you're talking about a post on the social media site outranking like normal web pages, right? Yes. For better, for worse, social media sites are going to have a crap load of like domain authority behind them. To my mind, this is not the same as having a backlink from social media to a page helping that page rank. That's kind of what I was thinking.
0: yeah and that makes sense like building okay maybe we should have this as like only building social links like building a social profile but not like publishing that publish publishing content on LinkedIn or Reddit
3: yeah that was kind of my line of thinking like it's uh, it's links from your social media page to like your website and so yeah. that's kind of why I put it down in C because what you guys are talking about is you're talking about social media websites outranking everything else. Yeah. Which is an unfortunate reality. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, like if it's only building the links, I would have it C, but publishing it, creating the EAT around social links, I would have that a bit higher. But strictly speaking, building only social links, I would put it in C as well. Heck yeah. We're done, we're done the puzzle. Well, this was a a great activity, some great points. I think I'm gonna save this to your list too. So yeah, thank you everyone for, for participating.
1: Thanks for inviting us, Will.
2: Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Sorry I screwed up uh, your recording by jumping in and out.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I'll just edit it out. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, that was fun. We should uh, do another two list us soon. Yeah, for sure.